Yo, what's going on, everybody? It is Coach Greg Adams. I got money. Let me scoot over back in here with another YouTube live stream. I've been having some technical difficulty. If my screen pops off, I'll be back. But anyway, man, shout out to the coach gang and that's for you. being in here, being involved and being active on this YouTube channel. And welcome to Tuesday Night Titans, where we go to Thick Fest, Swim Thick, whatever it's called, mm. Swim Thick 22, Swim Thick, Swim Thick 23. We're on our way. Uh, send the invitation. I know a couple of people send me some invitations to Swim Thick. I can't even say it. Swim Thick 2023. I will be there. And shout out. To the nasty boys. Anyway, man, we are back in here. We got a great show today. Yes, I know the title. People are going to say coach is going to crap on gang dating dudes again. All right. And PUAs, pickup artists and all of those things. Not necessarily. I'm just going to give you a brief history and an overview of what's going on out there in the field. All right. In the field and why it's real in the field. And we're just going to tell you why. Yeah, that industry has died. It's been dead for about three or four years, but uh, people still out here living by it. And several phrases that people think are new, philosophies that people think are new, and it's certainly old. New, 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 new world order. And particularly, there may be guys that believe that their success with women is attributed to game, but perhaps not so fast. Perhaps. I might shed some light on particularly why you might be having success or or if you believe you're having success, why your success is not really success. And also, also, we're going to also shed some light on uh, the the industry itself, why it died or what it actually transitioned to or opened the door to. We're going to talk about that because, you know, there's some young men out here. Shout out to the young men. <laughs> Shout out to the young men out here. Uh, somebody said the PayPal link isn't there. Oh, the PayPal link isn't there. Oh, I, we'll get that up. We'll get that up. Um, there are some young men out here that are, are learning new philosophies. They're now being exposed to new people and great minds and great philosophers of what you would call the manosphere or red pill or whatever you want to call it. And uh, a lot of young dudes, you know, they're like 16, 17, 18. They just want to get a little bit of stank on their finger. And they're coming out and they're seeing these great, great men and philosophers, modern day philosophers come out. And uh, all of us have a unique perspective of what's going on out here. And men want solutions. Young men want solutions. You have the highest virginity rate, highest or the lowest testosterone rate in the history of men. You do have some young men out here that don't give a damn. Um, they're approaching women left and right because they have nothing to lose. Um, a lot of I saw a tweeter tweeter feed, a tweeter feed where um, a group of older women um, age 35 and up. We're talking about how old dudes don't got no game and these young dudes got better game than the older dudes. We're going to put all of that in perspective. All right, because we're going to put it all in perspective before we get there. Hopefully I get a reminder of what's going on here. Um, we're going to talk about what this thing has progressed and opened the door to uh, game and elevating your game and all of that stuff. And what does actually game mean? You know what I mean? Where did we get that term? Uh, was it was it a term that it was originated by PUAs? We're going to talk about that. Um, first and foremost, I'm going to say I'm not here to knock anyone's hustle. If you are a hustler and you're a hustle of of game or what it's transitioned to, I'm going to give you an in indication of what game is transitioned to. It's now not used as the the overall riding factor, right? It's not dating strategies and game anymore. It has evolved to something else, and I want you to pay close attention to it. All right. So um, uh, we're going to talk about that, where that all came from and all of that stuff. But I'm not here to knock hustles. If if this is what you do here and particularly your 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 livelihood is dependent on the sales of game or get dating strategies or any of these things, I'm not here to, to, to crap on your stuff here. All right. And neither am I picking on men. 
I'm not picking on men. You know what I mean? I'm not picking on guys that um that that actually use this as a way to gain an audience. You know what I mean? You're, you're selling the beta males or young men who don't know no better, right? Uh, you know, because we were all there. We were all there. Uh, so we're, we're not going to do that today. I'm not going to name names or any of that. I'm not here to crap on that industry. I'm just here to give another perspective to potentially maybe a young man might reach out to me and say, yeah, you know, I actually needed that perspective. Okay. I needed that perspective because some of these things that I was believing, you know what I mean? You're believing in, in some of these things you're seeing on YouTube and you think that's real. Um, then maybe I can shed some light on that. Oh, before we get into today's show, let your voice be heard. Dollar sign C G a live. I got money. All right. <laughs> the game is to be sold, not told. All right. Appreciate that. Yes, indeed. Um, uh, CGA live on the cash app. PayPal link, we got to get it up there, and I forgot again, but of course, like I said, having some technical difficulties right before I got on the stream, boy, I was like, what? What? Why they want to do me that? Why they want to do me that? Like that, brothers. All right, so anyway, uh, CGA Got Game is my uh, game channel. CGA Got Game. I'm going to turn that into a dating coach channel. CGA Got Game. All right, let me see here. Somebody says he uh, glad to be getting this perspective from CG as a young man. Thank you, brother. Shout out to the young men out here. I know it's tough. It's a cold, cold world for you out here, man. Y'all young dudes, man. I'm gonna tell you. Um, and there's some young dudes that are doing very well, uh, very well with women. All right, but we we have to know that it's not. It, they're few and far between, right? So those guys have a perspective. They think they think they're doing something that um, is actually a unique strategy, right? We're going to break all of this down. They think they're doing something unique, but not so much, not so fast, right? Not so fast. And we're going to go into that uh, as well. Oh, did I get the PayPal link? The PayPal link. Did I pin it to the top? Yes, it's pinned to the top. All right, I'm a little discombobulated today, but do me a favor, hit the like button in the building uh, as you come in here. And I know the latecomers are going to come in here and think I'm crapping on PUAs and gang artists. I'm not. All right, I'm just giving you a brief history of what's going on. Vimo. It's Coach Greg Adams TV. All right, uh, where are we at here? Where are we at over here? Let's give you uh, a couple of earlier contributors to today's show in the building. Where we got here? We got, uh, all right, I got Aaron Jones earlier today. Yes, indeed. Loud Pocket says buying a bit of Trump's game, all right? Buying a bit Trump's game. Not of Trump's game. Buying a bit Trump's game. Um, so we have the prevalence of people selling a bit. And that's going to, it's always been there, but we got to understand now, uh, we're going to talk about, I don't want to give too much away, loud pockets. Buying a bit does Trump game, but because um, uh, people are going to say like tricking, right? They're, they're going to say tricking is is new and it's ruining the game, but I'm just going to let you know, tricking has always been a part of the lifestyle. There's been men, uh, if you look at that great show uh, that was uh, produced about winning time or the Showtime show on HBO Max about the Los Angeles Lakers. And um, they they portrayed the owner, Jerry Buss, Dr. Jerry Buss, who has since died and couldn't really stand up for himself. But they portrayed him as a womanizer from the late 70s into the early 80s and that he would brag that he would pay a lot of girls college tuitions. Many of these women have been a part of the modeling industry or what we would call the nine and tens of the world. And uh, as many great PUA game dating coaches have said, nines and tens belong to the community. These women oftentimes have been participating in the transactional relationships. Um, at some point of their life. And some guys, some of these women married guys and became trophy wives and stay-at-home moms. And they they basically sold themselves to the, to the highest bidder, um, you know, as they were going to hit the wall. 
And that doesn't mean that they weren't selling themselves. So the celibate community and the tricking or paying for play community has been, that's why they call it the oldest profession. It's been a part of the game the entire time. All right. So uh, do these men not have game? That's going to be a qu good question to ask because, because you would assume that these guys are have to do that. Somebody will say you have to pay for sex. Therefore, the logical conclusion is they don't have game. They have to pay because they don't have game. But uh, this is where you get to the title where game dudes are slaves to their own desires. What you what you think is a need to prove yourself by of getting women actually gets in the way of you being able to shortcut yourself, if you will. I don't call it a shortcut. I just say it's a direct path. Right. I don't call it a shortcut. I just say, well, you took the most direct path because you had you had this, which was a very, very major factor. You had what you would call money which is a resource, which game artists use more or less, quote unquote, money, money. All right, we're going to talk about that. But they also say don't leave with your wallet, which is kind of a conflicting conversation. But we'll get to that, too. We're trying to cover all of this stuff. And I'm trying to remember a lot off the top of my head. You know, they'll be like, don't leave with your wallet. But you know what I mean? Don't go out there being ashy. So we're going to kind of, you know, try to fix all of this stuff. And I'm not encouraging people to do any of these strategies. I'm not saying we'll do this better. Or this is better than this. I tell you what works for you and what works for certain people. But again, some people might say, well, you're not getting a desire. We keep talking about that. I don't want to keep rehashing that because it seems like I'm taking shots at certain people. Uh, I want their soul. I, yeah, I mean, it makes sense. But then you're saying that the other person is not getting the soul. You're assuming that. Or you're assuming that he values the soul. <laughs> you know what I mean? But, but he has money. He's like, I got money. What's another soul when you have money? Do you have time to manage another soul? This is what we're talking about today. Uh, but uh, not everybody's in that boat. Not everybody's in that boat. Shout out to, we're going to call, oh, Big Buck is in the building. He says $20,000 one year later to be shut down in court. Wow. All right. So he said he was being dragged in the family court. Big Buck is turning the small bucks right now or big dollar. Um, and he's paid uh, $20,000 and, uh, it's been going on one year, got shut down in court. I think he went to family court today. He's being dragged. And um, obviously, he has no game. I guess that would be what pickup artists would say. He has no game. And, uh, yeah, that's what happens, man. It's a, it's a cold, cold, cruel reality of what you guys invest into when you want to have families. We will talk about that at another time. Uh, but sorry to hear that. Another brother gone, all right, you know. All right, another brother, a victim. Another brother, a victim of society. Where are we at here? Wait a minute. Who is this in here? It's um, Rolo's Pantene Hair Weave. Appreciate you, brother. Shout out to you, Rolo. Rolo's Pantene Hair Weave is here. All right. I'm not making fun of anyone. That's a great name, by the way. All right. And Brian Horsley's in the building over on the Cash app. Let me make sure I got all the people over here before I get into the show. Who else is in here? Abel returns to Eden. He says, um, uh weimer america now just imagine what comes next uh i'm not sure what that refers to um i'm behind see weimer america uh, maybe i don't know what you're talking about there you'll have to update me on that one because i'm behind on the news appreciate with that appreciate that uh super chat and then do we have anybody on Bimo? we do it is d williams is in the building he says i'm in a relationship and have to use my extensive spank bank almost every night during 
sexual intercourse. He says, plus, I still pay escorts from time to time for some excitement. Just a singles, fellas. Oh, man. We, we Can we talk about that today? Maybe if we have time, we can talk about that. But um, a lot of people do get into relationships if they do lack game only to have, you know, because they have one-itis or they don't have enough to be a guy that plays the field. But they do want to play the field. It's not that they desire monogamy. It's that that's their only choice at a a temporary sexually exclusive partner. All right. And so they get into relationships, but then they get into these situations where they still use prawn. Guys, there's a dirty secret about marriage and men in relationships. This is a dirty secret. Ladies, tune in. I know the ladies aren't arriving yet. They haven't arrived yet, but I want to give you a dirty secret. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm still, I'm selling a little bit of game. I'm giving them a little bit of game. All right, lean in close, lady. Yes. 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 And on- <laughs> we're gonna talk about your husband and uh, your husband's what he has to do to be actually complete a sexual process with you. Are you ready for this? <laughs> in order for um, in order for your husband to complete. Oh, do we need the disclaimer? All right. Somebody said we are here. Just B is here. All right, ladies, this is going to be tough for you. In order to for your husband to complete a sexual or let's just say some fun time in the bed. <laughs> All right. In order for your husband to complete some fun time in the bed, he has to think about many many numerous of women that he has seen on a daily basis, okay? And this is called spank bank. This is called your a man's spank bank, all right? 99% of men have this spank bank. There's always going to be a guy that says, no, nah, this is not true. And especially because, listen, we're not built for this monogamy thing. I'm not even going to waste my time. We're not even built for this. Doesn't mean you should choose to have multiple partners because it might not be safe for you or it might not just be possible for you. However, men are not naturally monogamous. Men do get forced into monogamy, right? In order to have one mate temporarily, he has to choose to go deep, be redirected into monogamy, right? He's like, all right, or he's a lazy dater. He's a lazy lover. He's incapable lover. He doesn't have confidence. And so he does get forced into monogamy. But when he's with his wife, he ain't thinking about his wife. He ain't thinking about his wife. He's going to put his face in the pillow and bite it. And think about all the women that he's seen today, right? The bank teller, the girls that he drove by to junior college, the girls in Starbucks, the co-worker, right? The women that flirted with him when he was at happy hour with this, you know, the office temp, (laughs) the office temp. And so at some particular point when he's with you, he can't even look in your face. He's got to be looking off or looking at some obscure body part like a foot or, you know, a, 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 a wrinkle on your booty or, you know, something like that. He's got to go into the memory bank. He's got to go in and go, hmm, damn, I saw that. You know, and whatever he fetishizes, he's got to find that in some people that he sees outside. Now, that's just the reality of the situation. Yeah, he's got to go to that spank bank catalog. This is a family show. This is a family show. Yeah, ankles or something like that. It's going to be something weird. Or he's going to require you make sure you have this color toenail polish, you know, so the other girls that he sees that has those is going to arouse him. And a lot of times he can't finish. Oh, is there something wrong, honey? Oh, no, no, it'll be okay. Just hold on for a second. Let me think long and hard. And gentlemen, you guys want to, you guys want to red pill today. Women do the same thing. Mm. (laughs) 
men do the same thing. So it is what it is. You know, and I'm sorry, women do the same thing. So it is what it is. Sometimes neither one of you can finish because you can't think of the right person. You ever be in that situation? You can't think. You'd be like, damn, I should have went out prior. I should have went out prior and put some new memories in my spank bank. He's like, damn, you know what I mean? Because, you know, uh, sex is so inconsistent when you're in a marriage. You know, you'll have a drought going on. You ain't touch your wife in five days. You'd be like, oh, what's day number six? Hell. Okay. By that time, you done jagged off or something like that. We used to call it walk the dog. You know, walk the dog, and then she wants to be frisky with you. You don't walk the dog before she came home from work. You're like, you want something tonight? Oh, my God, I'm not ready. <laughs> Can we put this off to... My till my refractionary period comes back, you know, in a day or two, or or else you'll have to really be plowing. All right, that, ladies, you ever know the guy just plowing and plowing and plowing and you and plowing you and plowing you and plowing you? He can't think of nobody. And this happens to single guys too. This happens to single guys because you know I know I have a certain person that I deal with on a regular basis, and I'll be like, all right, let me go out before before. There's a woman in here, mad. <laughs> you know what I mean? This is um, I I have to go out, even though I like being with this person. I do have to go out and get some spank bank material before I'm with her. I just be like, okay, let me get some people that are like her, so I can imagine when I'm with her, it's for the first time I'm with her. <laughs> you lose it, you get all Mister Softy. She's like, what am I doing? Is everything okay? Yes, everything is fine. I just have to remember that one girl and what she was wearing when I saw her in Starbucks. Plow, 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 plow. <laughs> You'd be like, tell me your name. Tell me your name's Tammy. Tell me you're right at the junior college. You're a sophomore in college. Tell me. <laughs> anyway, man, shout out to you guys. Look, something to laugh at. The women in here are irate. You know, they're beside themselves right now. Listen to it. Who is else in here? K Cool. All right. Or is that a what? I don't know if that's a guy. There's a sparkles here. Sparky. I don't know who where the women are. I'm just judging by the icon. It's purple. There's a uh, I'm sorry, pink. All right. Shot. I don't know. Maybe these guys aren't women. I don't know. But women are irate today. They're like, this cannot be true. All right. The merry dudes are like, hey, coach. No more. Coach. <laughs> uh oh who's mad stormy's mad already all right stormy's mad people are the women are already upset the women are already upset hey look the married dudes are like shut up bruh yo man hey look we don't we don't do this for you to tell our secrets you need to tell the women's secrets <laughs> anyway hey shut up shut up all right, too much information. All right, sorry. Yeah, pretend you're the bank teller. This is why role play is such a big deal. Like, you know what I mean? Role play is a big deal because the guy needs role play. We're like, put that red wig on. Put that redhead wig on. Uh-huh. What's your name? You go to the bank teller's name. What's your name, young lady? Sally. Okay, you come home to your wife. Tell me your name, Sally. <laughs> All right, your name's Sally, age 21. Yeah. You talking to Sally? What's your name? What school do you go to? She'd be like, I go to the University of West Virginia. Oh, boy. Honey, tell me your name. Sally, age 21. You're a junior at West Virginia. 
All right. Anyway, what's your name? Stormy. Uh-huh. Yes. Uh, what do you do for a living? Oh, I'm a restaurant manager. Oh, and you have only fans on the side. Fantastic. All right. Let me stop. <laughs> let me stop. All right. Anyway, man. Hey, everybody knows I ain't lying. You know what I mean? It is what it is. Oh, goodness. But cause, let me just say this, because if you don't do this, you're not going to be able to finish. You're not going to be able to finish with your wife. You might not even be able to get it up. Who's who think who thinks I'm lying? I mean, who thinks I'm lying? You won't even be able to get it up with your wife. By year four, you won't even, if you don't have a if you don't have people in your mind, you won't be able to get it up. I don't care what she does, especially if you don't went two rounds or something like that, or you don't went back to back days. Nothing's gonna happen. It's gonna be like this here. It's gonna be. You won't even be able to salute. You'll be like. <laughs> What's wrong? Am I not doing it right? Well, do I not look sexy? You're like, it's just, you know, I'll figure it out. Just give me some time. Give me some time, baby. I'll just. <laughs> All right. Who thinks I'm lying? All right. I already told you, man, viewer discretion is advised. All right. Anyway. Yeah. You'd be like, let me give it. Let me give it a hold for a second. You go to the bathroom. You'd be like, All right. Prawn.com. Here we go. Let me see right there. And then the volume come up. You're like, oh, shit. Let me see. All right. All right. Let me see her feet. All right. That's what I'm doing. Yeah. Okay. All right, boys. All right. You ready? That's what we going with. All right. You go back to your wife. All right, baby. I'm ready. You be like, I'm ready. Mm. <laughs> he says, I'm married and he ain't lying. Here we go, dude. I'm telling you, bro. You be like, let me. I'm ready. Here we go. <laughs> Oh, man. <laughs> Shout out to the wives out here. All the good girls. How dare you? All right. Who said it's so sad? Hey, I'm just telling. Hey, look, if you haven't been married. <laughs> why did this show go here? We were just going to talk about game dudes. If you haven't been married, you do not know what I'm talking about. If you haven't had a long term relationship for over a year, I mean, where you've lived with the woman, you have no idea what I'm talking about. If you've been married, if you've been married and you've cohabitated over two or three years, you know exactly what I'm talking about. Mm. You know exactly what I'm talking about. All right, let's stop messing around. Did I get everybody on PayPal, Vimo? I didn't get PayPal no love today. Anyway. It's just a sad reality. If you guys know anything about how men work, we just don't work that way. We can't just keep hitting. Uh, Eddie Murphy talked about it. We just can't have steak every day, or we just can't have you know, the same, same plate of food every day. We're not designed like that. Uh, Maryland guy says you don't need uh wait. You don't need any looks, height, physical fitness, money, or status. All you need is game. This is what we hear. <laughs> so we got to figure out what the hell this game formula is. Maybe you don't know. All right. We don't know. Billy, the kids back in the building. Shout out to you. He says, tell big bucks. The diets don't work the same. RIP big buck. He lost, he done lost some money. He ain't got no money. I got money. 20K. Who else is in here? We got two more and we'll get into the show. He says, Coach Adam, sir, thanks. Thank you for all that you do. Pickup artists and gamers never evolved past the early 2000s and using the same strategies today is detrimental to one's career, reputation, freedom, et cetera. Salutations to you, sir. And that's from Mohammed S. 
appreciate you, sir, on that one. And if you're a logical guy, you know what we're talking about. If you're an immature guy who you can't get past your desires, you know, you're a slave to your loin, which is difficult. You young men, I mean, it's tough. You got testosterone pumping through your body and it's running wild. But a lot of times these these guys who are many times older men, they'll push these ideas onto you and you're being manipulated by them, unfortunately. And you 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 start investing in them. You, you, you. New, 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 new. Vander Van, salute coach for all of this great content and information. Exhibit got ordered today to pay ex-wife $6,000 a month and $125,000 in legal fees. Wow. No marriage coach gang. Wow. Le exhibit. So we covered exhibits, marriage and divorce. She said he was hiding some $20 million or so. And so $6,000 a month which I don't think is bad, but the 125K in legal fees was a slap on the hand. It was more of a slap. He he got basically pimp slapped by the judge or whoever, whatever they just, they, um, they, they negotiated. And so 6K a month is not that bad. If he does have $20 million, um, you know, it could have been worse for him on that one. Although 6K a month is bad. You know, I don't know how long he's going to have to pay that. That's the, that's the question, too, because they had a short-term marriage, and they were in California. I don't think they were married more than four or five years, if my memory serves me correct. So that six months is probably going to be for two and a half years. All right, so that's that's not that bad. I, I think he can survive that. But the 125 in legal fee, is it, wait, 125K in legal fees? Yeah, that's a bad one. That's going to be a bad check. All right, let's get into the show here. Uh, let's get into the main event. We're, gonna, we're not going to waste any time, and if we do have time, I'm going to mess around and show you some stuff on Twitter. Let's talk about this. Um, everybody knows what game is. Now, before we get that, no, no, no. I'm going to put this I'm gonna put this up. Uh, people do know what game is. They might think they know what game is. Uh, people might be using it as a vague term. Uh, we're going to talk about where the, the, the idea of game came from, all right? And I'm going to use it as an analogy. I want to create a great analogy for you. I want you to think about the early origins of rock and roll, all right? Now, if you think about rock and roll today, what do you think of? You think of some old white hairband guys, potentially, uh, or Elvis Presley or something like that. That's what you would think of rock and roll. You, If you don't know, you would think rock and roll was made up by white dudes. Well, the reality is rock and roll was made up primarily of black men that were very proficient in instruments. And many of the earlier pioneers of rock and roll were black men, right? And so much so, these black men, like Chuck Berry and the likes, actually inspired men over in Europe and men in the United States to pick up guitars and drums, and they emulated or they copied or imitated, if you will, the style of these black men, right? And so much so that if you actually ask anyone that is a white musician, Led Zeppelin, Rolling Stones, these men essentially will tell you they came from where they were, Elvis Presley, they came from where they were to find the black men who made this great music called rock and roll. And they studied these guys like this. <laughs> they studied them. <laughs> they studied these guys like, holy shit, we want to be just like these guys. And essentially, they learned everything. And then they went to where they were. And then they created the sound themselves. Now, for a long time, people... Uh, did not know this. In fact, if a person was black and they did start playing rock and roll, you would have might thought called them a sellout. You'd be like, these guys are a sellout. Jimi Hendrix is a sellout. In Living Color, the band, they're sellouts. 
Uncle Tom, why would these guys play rock and roll music? You would be like, these people, this is how far it skews and how fast it skewed. And so in essence, the men that even created the sounds of the great rock and roll era after the Chuck Berry era, which was the era between the mid, mid to late 70s into the 80s, these men still held on to some of the staples of rock and roll, which would be the background singers, which oftentimes the rock and roll artists songs were remembered by the background singers who were often black women. These background singers often sung the hook that was the most memorable sound of the, the rock and roll song. You didn't even remember the lyrics. You remember the ad libbing of the background singer who were the remnants of the black artists and such. Think about Tina Turner. She actually transitioned to that. Now, I had to set up that analogy to let you know that later on, hip hop artists came along with their sound and they would later sample some of the white artists rock and roll music. And then be promptly sued and dismissed by the white rock and roll artists who basically emulated, imitated and stole their style from who the black rock and roll artists. What a rip. What a complete ripoff. And so when you think about that, these hip hop producers would take a sound, let's say Led Zeppelin sound and then or sting or any of these guys, you too. And they would sample these songs and then these guys would sue them. <laughs> and you really go, whoa. If you think about the craziness of that, if you think about the craziness of that, you actually apply this lifestyle here to this manosphere and what we call game. That essential timeline of rock and roll and hip hop and the sampling of hip hop, the sampling of a rock and the white rock artist suing the, the black hip hop artist when they rip the sound and the they, they learn from the black, you're basically getting that with game and approach. And so what's happening is game initiated or originated with pimps, players, and max. So these guys were the guys early on who were in the streets actually applying themselves. These guys were the guys that maybe they were pimps and they had girls working on the street. And they had a simple philosophy, right? They had a philosophy. Let me show you this. All right, let me show you this right quick. Let me show you this. So uh, before I put it, here it is right here. So these were early books on pimp, pimping and all of that stuff. You have ism here. You commonly hear that phrase used now. Uh, social art of PIMPing. Um, you have black players. All of these uh, books, there's, there's dozens and dozens of books. All right, Iceberg Slim, Pimp. All right, you have all of these things that early on, these men wrote these books in the late 70s into the 80s. You had the men like Roger, Alan Roger Curry. You had the men like, uh, what's that one brother name? All right, I'm not good with names. I don't mean no disrespect. But Rom Wills and all of these guys, that's his name. Rom Wills and all of these guys, they ended up taking that element and growing up in the city where you would need an extensive amount of game. Even the term game came from that. And these guys created this and they continued to write these legacies of books. Mostly black men that had to apply this particular techniques to black women because you needed this. Now, later on, just as the men from England and the United Kingdom, just like the men in the South, Elvis Presley and all of these guys, Buddy Holly and all, 
just like these guys, these guys saw that there was something there that they never used in their damn life. <laughs> Maybe they were a Chad or they were goofy. Let me give you a picture of this. Let me see if I can give you a picture. Here, here, here's a picture. Let me see if there's another picture here. Uh, they're, 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 these guys right here. And many of these guys still exist to this day. But many of them have qualities that allow them to have this game that they keep talking about. And some of these dudes are goofy as hell. You know they ain't got no damn game whatsoever. However, they have a thing that they can do, and, the, and that is the ability to sell. Just like the white rock and roll artists that studied the black guitarists, the drummer, and said these guys are somewhat unorganized. These, some, these guys somewhat can't get this thing to cross over into a greater group of people. Well, we have a bigger population of people. We could become big stars. We could become the Beatles of game. We could become the rock and roll, the, the Rolling Stones of game because we have a bigger population to sell to. And we have a bigger population of betas. And so these guys who had no damn game whatsoever to speak of had the ability to sell. And what they did was they took every damn thing that Chuck Berry did. They took every damn thing that these guys that wrote these books in the late 70s and early 80s, they took every damn thing. They never applied one bit of it in their lives, and they turned it to salesmanship. It's what they did. It's exactly what they did. And it's no doubt about it. Now, let's just say some of these guys had some qualities to have them be successful with women, but let's just make no bones about it. A lot of these guys were faker than the damn $3 bill. That's neither here or there. Faker than the $3 bill. All right. Just like the guys that were just playing the guitar, they just learned from these guys and they just stole everything and they were actually able to package it better, sell it to a wider audience. And they essentially drove it right into the damn ground in three years to five years flat. Using the same name that these men who were players, Plaque, Max, and Pimps, using the same name and the same lingo and the same damn everything, all they did was develop a science around it and give it little things and give it paragraphs and all that shit. And they probably ripped many of it, many of it directly from the men who had unpublished books. Okay, so with that being said, these guys saw a market and they sold to it. And essentially, they just drove it into the ground. Now, I know I probably spell ideologies wrong. But when I'm, what I'm saying is this. The way they were, what the, the way they took it and ripped it and actually applied it and, and organized it was fantastic. Listen, if you just, if you're loosey-goosey with your philosophy and you're not able to package it, unfortunately, uh, package it right. Unfortunately, you're going to find men that are able to do it. And this is what these pickup artists did. They changed it from game player and Mac, and they just said, we're going to be pickup artists. We're going to pick up women. And they basically ripped the philosophy. All right. So with that being said, what they did was, and inadvertently, they created a marketplace for men that were probably more radical than themselves. Okay. So you're thinking about this. You think about SYSBM, MGTOW, you think about all of these philosophies that typically these guys are at they're they're against it. They're like, oh hell no, these guys are losers, they're lame, they don't have enough game. What essentially they did was they created these guys. How did they create them? You say, coach. Well, because many of the guys who end up becoming red pill, end up becoming uh P uh M MGTOW, SYSBM, or whatever it is, many of them started with these pickup artists. They started with these pickup artists because they had an interest in women or gaining women. 
Now let's go ahead and, and put this up right here. So as the hijack, the philosophy was hijacked. This, this word game, which is overused, has been completely hijacked from men who actually had to use it for professional reasons or as a sense of making a, uh, uh, you know, being to have a great well-being. Okay. What essentially happened was they did the snake oil salesman and then they started doing fake infields. They started recording themselves in field. All right. Talking to women, paying off models. All right. Paying off escorts and prostitutes and hookers. All right. So that they can go in field, do a 10 minute introduction, slam on the floor, stomp their feet, turn in a circle. All right. Flip a coin in the air, rub a rabbit's foot. Use certain of these manipulative tactics or these approach theories. And then show you because of YouTube, the advent of YouTube, the ability to translate this message and push it out and sell products real fast. They actually did these things. But unbeknownst to you and the young men who were watching these things in awe, wishing that one day you went to a bar with a hidden camera and a microphone and she just happened to have a microphone with a loud thumping music in the background and you pulled her outside and then within 10 minutes, you're walking off with the cameraman standing there and you can still hear them talking on the microphone and she's French kissing him and grabbing his balls. You didn't realize that you were getting manipulated. You didn't realize that these guys were actually taking the game and repackaging it, but destroying it and essentially creating the philosophies that they hate. They created it because you bought the books you tried to apply it and you realized that shit didn't work mm. or you didn't have game. <laughs> and you were like, what the hell is this? And then eventually you went your own way. So these guys could be mad at you guys for going your own way or doing whatever you want, but it was their pushing this that actually led to this. Now here's the deal. Some of these scams have been uncovered. Many of these guys have, um, some of these guys who were the main pickup artists in the round 2005 or something like that, we're going to talk about this. These guys eventually transitioned into something different. Let me give you a couple of examples. Now, there's still some guys around saying game, but game is dead. All right, it's dead as a doorknob, but here we go. And I'm not the only one that says that right here. If you look at this confirmed, if you look at this article here, right here, the death of the PUA community, it's dead. All right, anyone that is right-minded, they would never even say they're a PUA. They would just develop some philosophies where they would say, well, game is the only thing that matters. And let me tell you a couple of secrets or anything. They would say something like that. They would never say pick up artists or any of these things. Yeah, but it's dead. And we're going to give you reasons as to why it's dead for most men. Doesn't mean that you don't have to try to have some sort of rapport, building rapport and all that stuff. All right. But hold on tight. Hold on tight. Eventually, these guys who were your favorite game artists or your favorite PUA artists from back in the 2000s, 2003, 2005, and all that stuff, these guys are no longer doing this particular thing. What these guys end up transitioning to is religious zealots or cult leaders. They ended up being overwhelmingly like a born again after they was out here being a slut maker. And I'm, I'm not putting, I'm not laying shots at anybody, but I'm just telling you what it is. These guys don't, they don't do this anymore. They were out there and now they ain't out there right now. All right. They end up being, uh, leaving and doing, uh, like, uh, they're, they're doing pro-black stuff, pro-black stuff. There was a guy named Tariq Nasheed that he was a game and Pat Mac and pimp. Now he's not doing that no more. He ended up having a family and he's settling down and he's doing more pro-black type of stuff. They're not doing game stuff no more. All right. Why? Because it's dead. 
Some of these guys end up becoming fitness trainers. Some of these guys swayed into red pill, uh, more uh, aggressive type ideologies, or some of them mask themselves behind these aggressive ideologies only to, at the end of the video, direct you to some sort of uh, text game secret or something. Okay. But eventually these guys moved on. Now there's still some remnants of that because of the ability to still fool younger men. Because now Generation Z, all right, Generation Z is not to be played with because Generation Z is another group of struggling men. These guys figured out how to repackage it and then still throw some of that PUA stuff in there as a means to attract more people to maybe a philosophy. All right, it's the hope strategy. They're giving these guys hope. They no longer maybe not be doing the fake infields anymore, but they're doing some of the other strategies that some of these guys did, did, did do before, which is giving them in false hope. And I often going to remind you, I'll remind you one more time. By doing this, all you're going to do is make more radical red pill philosophies. That's the only thing that's going to happen. And these guys are going to say, well, what's happening? Why are these guys going radical? Most of the time, it's you. And that's you. Most of the guys that are complaining about the men going radical, it's your fault. It's absolutely your fault because you gave these guys a false sense of hope. They went out there and tried what you told them to try. They did not get 200 women to lay down because it's a new day. Yes, it is. It's a new day. And some of these guys might be too old or some of these guys might be in a situation where they're not struggling anymore because their finances are different. Or they might not actually be applying these strategies as they are saying they're applying them. They're actually paying for play. I got money. They're actually committing pay for play. Or some of these guys end up living with single mothers or they're living with whatever they're living with. And they're not in the field anymore. And these guys got false hope. And then your ass is sitting around here. Well, what you should do. And then you ain't doing none of it. Right. Mm. You ain't slid your salami and no Gen Z women yet. But now you're giving these guys a false sense of hope. And what they're eventually going to do is they're going to go radical. And then these guys are going to complain that these guys have no game. You see the circular thing here? You see the circular thing? Okay. And I, I just want to tell you this is because uh, sometimes they think these radical philosophies in red pill are the fault of uh, uh, somebody else. And, you know, you got hurt in junior high school or you got hurt in your divorce. And I'm here to tell you, you're going radical because you tried with hope when you were a younger guy to follow PUA, you tried to follow game and you realized that it was fraudulent and your ass ended up going radical. It was their fault. And I want them to own up to that because you're selling hope, hopium and copium. You're leading men to more radical stuff because what you're going to do is you're going to invite them to your, your, your philosophy of game and game is the only thing you need. And then they're going to realize, Oh shit, I needed a little bit more. <laughs> I need a little bit more than that. And then they're going to go radical and rogue and you're going to complain about them. Mm. All right. So <laughs> here we go. Here we go. It is what it is. I, you know, you didn't think I would go this way. You didn't think I would tell you this, you know what I mean? But I'm giving you something. I'm shining some light on some, this industry that, that people are still trying to hold on to it. You know what I mean? They still, I still hear it every now and then. I'll be like, listening, like, mm. Like they're, they're on the right track. And let me just say this. And I'm, again, I'm not taking shots, but I do see the fact that a lot of these, a lot of these, um, what I would say, pickup artists, 
are hiding that game element within stuff that we say over here, right? Like we say the same damn thing. Like if we could go together and we could sit with these same guys and we'll agree. And then right at the end, the call to action, my call to action is free agent lifestyle. Somebody else will say, just go get your passport and go. Somebody else would say, um, you know, uh, go your own way. Somebody else would say, go muck mode. And then here they come with that game bullshit. And I'm like, did you just listen to yourself? You were just saying X, Y, and Z. And then it was like, well, it's no excuse uh, to not learn game. And I say, here we go with the bullshit. <laughs> here we go now. now. Now we're going back to 2005. Well, our next segment is going to be, what did game guys from 2005 what did they go against? And somebody's going to say, well, women are women and nothing's changed. Okay. But at the same time, complain about women. Complain about feminists. Complain about the modern woman. You know, you do a video title, modern woman, but then say women are no different. Which one is it going to be? What's it going to be? Is it going to be you and me? Wait, you're telling me modern women are this. But then at the same time, well, nothing's changed. Women are still women. Mm. Hold the phone. <laughs> we need to figure this out. And this is my job to figure this out. Okay. So the next segment is going to go into what a person would have to do in a different time period with game that now has changed because there's more awareness of, if you will, radical philosophies, more stronger philosophies, or if you will, there's more understanding of what has changed. There's been a lot that changed. People are acknowledging the change, but then they're saying, nah, let's apply this old game to it. Or you're saying younger men with game are out here winning the hell with everybody else. Yeah, we're going to talk about it. We're going to talk about it. All right, let me see if anybody, we might not have as many con contributors, contributors here, stutterings, this is a stutter. Um, let's see here. We, uh, ba -ba 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 -ba. nope, PayPal is what it is. All right, give me my money, PayPal. <laughs> All right, a brother trying to eat. I got money. What are we doing here? Shout out to Dame, Dame Digital. He says, coach speaking my life right now. Hashtag free agent lifestyle. How long ago was that? Oh, married life. Married life. Wowzers. Yes, it's a cold, cold world, all right, where you have to think of spank bank. Your wife is listening to you like, how dare you? How dare you? All right. Forrest says tuition payment completely in monk mode here. Divorced and double my income since then. I have to pretend I'm still poor. All right. These are the philosophy. These are the things that we have to talk about, guys. Um, you know, it's no secret. That once you get out of the mindset of being a slave or a prisoner to your desires, you're going to elevate. You're more likely going to elevate. All right. And this is it's almost guaranteed. I don't want to guarantee you're going to elevate so much so that money is not going to become an option anymore because you had the monk mode period. There's some people that say, no, never go into monk mode. You just keep going out there and trying and trying and trying. OK, so, you know, I mean, listen, that's fine if they believe that the problem. There's major problems with that, though. It is proven that, that that's not going to be the case for most men, but that's okay. Who else is in here? Gon says, my bad for yesterday. I wasn't promoting him. Oh, okay. That, I see. I remember what you were talking about. Not, no problem. All right. No problem. Um, Ashar says, my cash app name is good. 
All right, no Fupa print. All right, shout out to Ashar Kamar in the building. Thank you, brother, for being here. No Fupa print today. How my likes doing? Are the PUAs watching right now? Probably not. They're not watching. They're going to watch the replay. And then they're going to come in here and say, you have no game. Right? They'll be like, these guys don't have game because game is everything. Our lights could be up. Our lights could be up. Yep. So we're going to talk. People are talking about the new nightclub. We're going to talk about how we transition to all that, how things are a lot, a lot different. But it's it still should not be an excuse for not having ability to talk to women. Like, I don't want guys to sit here and say, well, there's no use. Right. I don't think so, because you're going to still have a desire. You're going to still have a desire. So you got to find a way to actually make that work for you. If you choose not to do it, that's one thing. You'd be like, well, I choose not to put that much time, energy and effort into it. That's a whole different story. But um, it is what it is. Shout out to who else is in here. William T says, and we're going to call him. I kind of gave it away, but I'm programming the mind. All right. Shout out to you. Shout out to Rolo's Pantene Hair Weave in the building, and we'll go ahead and give you a co-sponsorship for that. And rest in peace to T-Mon and stop bringing political. <laughs> Thank you, man. Where are we at? Abel returns to Eden, says, please look up Weimar Germany. Germany. Um, I it, Germany, I don't even want to even look up. I mean, anytime you mention Germany, you'd be like, oh, shit, what is going on now? Is this a study of... um? Mm. Okay. Mm. You know, I'm, I'm interested in that. I would have to stop bringing political, though. Thank you, man. Pure Bama TV says my ex-wife knew I was thinking about her friend. Ooh-wee. She knew? She knew when she was your ex-wife or she knows now? I mean, she knew then. Yeah, my a, a couple of times when I was married, my wife had a friend, a couple of friends that I was, I used to be looking at them like, Lord. <laughs> one time my wife I did, she brought this um when we lived in long island new york she brought this girl like i i was i came home from work i'm walking up we lived in a townhouse in in long island or is it yeah it was a townhouse and um i'm standing there and she brought this young blonde girl there was a young blonde girl standing with her i was like oh lord and first thing i said was wow you brought someone home for me you know what happened? Oh, she was pissed. She was like, what do you mean? <laughs> I was looking at her like, I'm going to have fun with this tonight. Thank you, honey. Thank you, honey. <laughs> she was like, no. No, man, that's despicable. I was like, never bring no young, pretty young thing like that. She had long, long hair. She's not like you, though. She'll do whatever I say. She'll even be my hope. Because I don't want to get married. I'd rather freak Mary. Make look good. Make good love. And I do mean very. <laughs> Shout out to the, de- the detectives that are watching us. These are donations, detective. All right. Who was in here? Reginald P. He says, Gordita fun. Got to be something to do something. You got to be something to do something in this world. Yes. All right. So we're going to talk about there's some guys that are hopeless romantics. And you guys are wishing. This is where you, I would kind of side with game artists. You guys are wishing women were back in a time where they just didn't have any options. That's not true. You could be in Rock Springs, Wyoming, and this girl could be snaggletooth, bucktooth, cockeyed, knock-kneed, all right? She can be pigeon-toed all the way up, toe up from the flow up, all right? that She could be that girl 
And this woman will be out here on her mobile app, on several mobile apps, talking about she got options. Mm. This is the start. And you're going, it's crazy. It's crazy. So now you got to really be something. You got to stand out. Where are we at here? <laughs> he says, y'all know the, he says, y'all know ops stay on lives. Yes, the ops are watching. I can't pronounce this name. Django, Durango, Jenkins is in the building. Look at this sun. The sun is interrupting my whole damn stream back here. The sun's back out in Nevada. All right. Now y'all got to watch this until the sun goes a little bit. Oh, it's going to go lower. Pfft, messing up my whole damn thing. It look all smoky in here now. Where are we at? Eight to the K is in the building. Harrison's co coach dropping isms on top of isms. I'm telling you how we arrived here. And a lot of you guys don't realize how you arrived here. A couple of people read a couple of books. All right. They read a couple of books and they thought they was going to come in here and, and pull one over on me. But that's not the case. You can't pull one over on me. I know, I know what's going on. I know what's going on here. Shout out to last one, uh, John Toure. He says, tell it, coach, on the charlatans. He says, tell it, coach, on the charlatans in the building. All right, which they should be ashamed of themselves. All right, where are we at here? Where are we at? All right, so here we go right here. Um, Let's talk about pickup and, and, and game and all this stuff. Let's kind of highlight it. I, I'm just using a couple of articles here to use as reference points. Uh, a couple of areas uh, that, that people will understand here. Uh, when game was popular or pickup, we'll go back to pickup. Oh, the sun moved. Thank you. Maybe a cloud went over it. A couple of things that were, that were present that allowed game to be what it was in the time it was, those things aren't present today, right? So the things that were there, I know people are going to be like, it's the same. No, everybody knows it's different. If you're going to operate and tell me it's the same and women are the same, they're no different. I don't know what to tell you. You're actually being disingenuous with the, with the argument. When PUA was popular, all right, when PUA was popular and that goes in with game, let me show you what the opposing side, what they were most likely up against. All right, so let me show you this. Let me see here. Let me see if I can find this book. Uh, that's not the book. that. Oh, yeah, this is the book right here. And so when PUA came along or game or, or, or game in the idea of the modified rock and roll, all right, you're not, not game from the 1990s in the 1980s and the 70s, not the old Ohio player games. I'm talking about white dude Rolling Stone games, okay? If you missed that analogy, you got to go back. When game was out, and popular, and these guys were starting to become TV characters and starting to push their stuff all over these, uh, you know, uh, before YouTube was famous and all this stuff. There was something in women in our society that prevented them from actually being exposed to this, and that was stuff like this, the rules, okay? So opposite of game, mystery method, all right, and all of these things that were popularized going into the 2000s and such. They had a book for women. This is what you were up against against women. The rules. So many women were trying to do this. Make a man wait 90 days. Okay, make a man wait 90 days. And this is how you're going to get your ring. So back then there was shame 
a woman had a reputation that she was trying to preserve. You didn't have the ability to fly and drive all of these places. You weren't going to drive your old ass Mazda or your Datsun B210 all over the damn freeway. You weren't going to do that. You know what I mean? You didn't have the ability to reach people outside of your immediate area. And so you were dealing with just the people in your area. Most of the guys were dealing with the women in their area. Some of the women were holding on to their reputation. You could not be considered a hoe back in these days. You could not. Okay. It was almost a death sentence for a woman to be considered a hoe. Now, we know that that has changed. That has changed. So back then, the opposite of the rules for women was PUA game dating uh, rotation or whatever it is for men. There was actually movies that actually showed this. There was a movie called How to Be a Player with uh, Bill Bellamy. Then later on, there was the movie called Hitch. These were all remnants of the remaining days of game where on the opposing side, you had mostly virtuous women or women that were trying to preserve their reputation. Everything was behind closed doors. There was no such thing. There was very rarely such thing as somebody hitting it on the first day. If you did that, that person would come out of that hit session and call this woman a hoe, which I cannot stand men doing. But this is what PUAs did. And at the same time, they were trying to deflower every virgin they can find because there were still some virgins out there. So they would try to manipulate the virgins with their game tactics because they couldn't do it with the hoes because they already, everybody got them already. It wasn't a thing. You were trying to manipulate the virgins and then later on complain that there's no virgins out here. Because down the line, you're going, there's no more virgins. Why? Because all the all of you guys. <laughs> this is all of you guys. And the whole thing I'm trying to tell you is why would you disrespect them like that and call them hoes and call them all kind of dirty names when they allowed you to treat you dirty, which I'm going to tell you is happening now. We're going to talk about that where we've evolved with the modern woman. See, back then, women didn't look at prawn as they do now. Women didn't have vibrators as they do now. They might have had a detachable shower head or something like that. And they would say, I'm going to take a bath. And they disappear in there. Calgon, take me away for two hours. But they didn't have drawers and drawers and drawers of vibrators and all of this stuff. Things that are demolishing their lips and all of their sensitive areas. Now, women got vibrators 50 strong. They got dogs swallowing their vibrators and they got to take them to the doctor or pump their stomach. Okay, things have changed. Back then, you would could not get a woman to sit down and watch prawn or admit that she would do it. Hell no. This back, back then, you wouldn't have a woman that would even say she would look at Playboy magazine. She had a reputation to uphold. Now you have women wanting to be Playboy models, if you will. Okay, they don't care about that reputation. That means nothing to them. That's not a black eye to their game. So what the game guys had as an opposition is what not is not what you have as an opposition today. Shame was commonplace. Reputation was to be upheld. You didn't have the ability to get flown in and all of that shit. Yeah, you could, but you have to be in the upper echelon. Nobody was going to pay you an old Pan, Pan American airline ticket or a damn Northwest Orient airline ticket for $700, $800 to fly from Cleveland to Detroit. Nobody was doing that. Now we got Spirit and Southwest want to get away and all of that shit, and we can just throw them on the plane, okay? So what the opposition was back when the guy was doing this game and this pickup is not what you have today. You also had nightclubs. 
See, in order to actually in a day in this day, in this day of where the game and the pick, in order to have su- success, this is what you would have to do. You would have to actually get up. You would have to wake up and get your ass up out the bed, take them damn tidy whitey draws off, put some boxer briefs on. Before that, you would have to wash your crack side, wash your crack, put on some boxer briefs, do a couple of push-ups. All right, get in your car, your hoopty. If you didn't have one, you'd have to get in your hoopty, go to the spot where the hoes were at. <laughs> Before you get there, get a fresh cut. Put your gear on. You have to actually have gear. You had to put on something nice. What did that mean? I got money. The red onion. Oh, my God. You're going all the way back. You had to go to the spot where the hose was at. You couldn't just go to a, uh, a prude party. You know what I mean? You couldn't. You had to actually be someone to be invited to where the hose was at. Or you had to have enough money to get in and pay the damn fee in L.A. Because I grew up in L.A. or uh, Southern California. You actually had to have 20, 25 bucks to get in. Two drink minimum. All right. Just to even part your lips at a girl. And there, that, that was the only thing you had. Or you had to meet a girl at the mall. While she was going in the Tower of Records. Damn, I need to go in the Tower of Records. You know you ain't got no money to buy a new cassette tape. But here your ass go. And you're going to have to open your mouth and say something to her. Be interesting. She had to just stand there. Uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. A woman would go outside because that was her only chance of being approached. See, this is where the game's all messed up. She actually had to get up herself. She had to put her titties in her bra. She actually had to put some makeup on her face. All right. She had to go out with her braces on. She had to go outside. She had to go to the mall. All right. She couldn't look like a hoochie or she could try to hoochie her ass up. You could go up there and she had to wait for somebody to approach. There was no other option. So, yeah. Back then, that was your opposition. Your opposition had to go outside too to be talked to. Most of the time, she wasn't dealing with dudes at her school. Right. She already ran through or she wasn't dealing with the dudes at school. Right. And then she couldn't say she was a hoe. Or you couldn't be, she couldn't just give it up on the first day because she had her whole town reputation there. So this is what it used to be. You have to go to the spot that had the hose. You had to open your mouth. You had to have something interesting to say. Back then, women would just be like, okay, buy me a drink. Uh-huh. All right, I'm gonna listen to your dumb ass and then I'm gonna walk away. Now they're like, buy our whole table a drink. <laughs> they come in with their own money from their sugar daddy now. They're like, we don't need you to buy our drinks. Get the hell away from here. If they do go to a nightclubs. So these were the things that you had as opposition. Today, it's not like that. It's the Wild Wild West. When you had to go to uh, you had to go to uh, Crenshaw. You had to go to the place where everybody lined their car up. You had to go to the uh to the drag where everybody drove up and back, drove up and back, hollering at hoes. Everybody parked a Impala on the side of the road. All right, chilling, hanging out, talking to girls, spitting game. Now back then, you had to do that. Today, you don't. See, here's the deal. Even ugly women today, it, they're getting piped down by men that are considered top tier. So you got the whole hypergamy chart. And that guy had to say absolutely nothing. He didn't have to say nothing to that girl. These hoes are choosing. Or women are choosing. They're getting to have their cake and eat it too. All right, they had the whole digital sexual revolution. We've already gone over that. If the woman is a good girl, let's say she's a good girl and she's operating on the good girl spectrum. She losing out here. 
there ain't no way she can compete. Because what happened was feminism changed. You actually had, back then, uh, feminism was the opposition. Back when game was popular. Feminism was the opposition, and these feminism would basically just ruin you, kaput you, put you down. They would call you misogynists and all of this stuff, and homemaker, slut machines, and all this stuff. Now feminism is on some, we sapiosexuals. We bisexuals. I'm polyamorous. Women are out here hoeing, slut walks. That's what feminism is today. And feminism is essentially freed men because now men don't have to get married and we don't have to wait 90 days no more. All that stuff's gone. So at this particular point, in order to get some, the girls is trying to give you some. They choosing you. They, yeah, pansexual. The girls are like, we want that guy. I want that guy. They choosing you. And then after they're done. And that's you. You don't need no game. They just pick you. That's you. And that's you. We want the nice guys. You want to get married now? And that's you. Now you got a chance after she's been washed up and ran through more times on the Holland Tunnel, right? So this is what's happening today. Feminism was opposition. Now feminism is kind of like helping you out. They're helping you out. It changed from the nightclub to the gym. And now the gym is passe. The gym is like, most guys are like, I ain't even going to open my mouth at that broad because most of the time she either got her cell phone pointed at herself or she's trying to call you out. How many videos have we seen women trying to call your ass out for looking? What are you looking at? While they got the phone pointed at them and you. And they're exposing themselves. They actually making it worse and they're actually freeing men. They're actually making it so men are like, well, I don't want to deal with these straggle daggles anyway. So you have a whole set of subsets of things that are actually making it so it's much different by having this situation where you control women, all right? A couple of other things that I want to add to this, all right? A couple of other things that I have to get my notes up. The monetization of the woman, all right? I always talk about this. The monetization of the woman has changed what is necessary for you to attract her. Remember, the women are choosing now more than you are choosing them. Back then, you were choosing them. And you would walk up to them. You would talk to them. They can reject. They can accept. And it was a little bit of, oh, damn, okay, she rejected me, but that's okay. Only three more men are going to ask her out the rest of the year. Now it's much different. The women are monetized. And it started off with Model Mayhem. Started off with Model Mayhem. Then it transitioned or MySpace and Black Planet. Where women were going, hey, I can actually be who I am. And actually this idea of I can wait and live out my 20s and then get married in my 30s. Now, then it transferred into MILF and cougar culture. MILF and cougar culture. That was a game changer. See, I'm going to just give you some perspective here. Before game, uh, before PUA, there was no such thing as MILF. <laughs> before there was PUA, there was no such thing as a MILF or a cougar. Now, there were some women who were, you know, out there already that was out there a little loosey goosey with you know and she was married and an old woman but there was no milf that came along when puas started saying everybody's a target when puas were trying to fornicate with dudes wives when young dudes were like oh i can't have success with women my age but i'm gonna go with the sexy desperate ass alcoholic pill popping woman who still looks good for her age but the miracles of modern science women could preserve themselves a lot more than the past. A woman in her 40s looked like she was ready to retire in the 1980s. But now in the 1990s, going into 20,000, the 2000s, women look 
sexy, if you will. Women were dressing like their daughters, low-rise jeans, tramp stamp in the back of their damn uh, back, fake titties, face full of makeup, big hair. And the PUAs were going after MILFs, going after men's wives. Everybody was a target. Cougars, macking on cougars in nightclubs. And they were calling this success. This was successful. Now, let me just tell you, cougars and MILFs today, their bar is way up here now because men made them, they actually created the cougar and MILF. So now a cougar and MILF running around here, 48, look, I still got it. And if you were to so much go up there and you just a regular Joe, walk up to a damn cougar and MILF today, she be out here shooting your ass down. And you like, they out here, I want to be spoiled. Cougar and MILF. You know who did that? PUAs. Pickup artists. They actually made MILFs. There was a guy who was a prawn artist called the MILF Hunter in which he faked going after MILFs, right? That was a lane at some particular point. And he would go after, I remember these days at prawn. They actually, he was the MILF Hunter. He would go, I'm not advertising. He would go and track down MILFs and meet them at bars and nightclubs, run pickup game on them, and then smash them on camera. It was fake, though. It was fake. It was these women were prawn actresses. These women were washed up MILFs out here trying to monetize themselves. PUAs did this. And now they got the nerve to say women have changed, and we still going to run the same shit on them. Nah, because that led to what? Facebook. That led to Facebook. That led to Instagram. That led to then Snapchat. Now we're at OnlyFans. Now we're at Seeking Arrangements. Now we're at TikTok. Shit. Mm. <laughs> okay. Remember, an ugly woman had to go outside to actually get one person to maybe talk to their ass. And back then, you'd be like, ah, I'll talk to you ass when the lights go off. Now she can sit at home barely wash the crack, the crust out of her crack and go out here and have a, what she would think are options, all right? Which they're options, if you will. They're better options than women, ugly women had in the past. And at the end of it, she says, at the end of the night, I can get this desperate guy to come over and bang me out and I'll get what I want, at least temporarily. And now you got what? The only fan. Now you got people that are looking at it like, why date? You got women that won't even date you if you ain't spoiling them in essence. Like paying the bill for a date, that's passe. Remember that argument? That was so last year. Oh, don't pay for women's dates. Shit. Where are you at now? These women on some spoil me shit. <laughs> These women don't spoil me. You're, pay, you're talking about paying for dates? That's bare minimum. That's creeping the bottom of the barrel. For many women right here, they're like, I ain't even bothering with that shit. What are you talking about? You have women that are trying to, they're getting men to manage their, their OnlyFans. Because they see that as a lane. You also have them, same women on Seeking. Trust me, I know. You have these same women trying to monetize themselves on TikTok. You have girls that are coming 17, 18. They're becoming millionaires on Seeking. They're becoming big name, household names as a preteen or as a middle teen. And then by the time they turn 18, they're a household name. Mm. You don't think women are watching that? So these are the dynamics now that guys are saying you need to have game. But what's happening is 
the slut makers made more sluts. They made you guys made sluts. If you want to complain about them, you made them. And now you got the nerve to complain about women and high body counts. I don't understand. I don't get it. How do you have the nerve to complain about women being in these streets when you're somebody saying, I'm going to teach you how to get laid by women in these streets? In these streets. Make that make sense. We got to have this conversation. You got to make that make sense to me. You're going to talk down about women being slores, but that's what you're telling men to go get. You're claiming about women going to have to work at Subway and all of this stuff and eating sugar daddies on the side. But now you're telling me you still got to be out here spinning plates and having rotations. And, and if you don't, you're not a real man. No, 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 no. Well, now, what I say is over here, because my pe people might try to uh, tell me that it's, I'm being hypocritical. What I tell you is I'm on the dark side. That's all I'm telling you. I already crossed it over. I don't care who the sluts are. I don't care who the good girls are. I'm telling you the good girls and the sluts are. There's a thin line being able to determine who's who. You will say a, a woman will be dressed like a slur from the 2005s. And she will be out here saying she's a good girl. Why is that? I'm asking you, why is that? Well, because things are changed. The lines are blurred. Back where game was needed. You would know the girls in the biker shorts. The girl in the low-rise jeans with the tramp slap stamps, that's the whores. The girls with the damn collar around her neck, those are the whores. Over here, they're the good girls over here at Barnes & Noble. You would can see it, and they would dress exactly like she was. She was like, I'm giving you a signal. I'm for these streets. And the girl over here will be like, I'm pure. She'll have a cardigan sweater on, and she'll be like, I only sucked off one dude in middle school, and I'm a virgin. But the girl in the apple bottom jeans, you know she about that life. And you know she wouldn't get far in them rap stars. But here's the deal. Now the lines are blurred. You see a good girl today in Barnes & Noble, you go talk to her, and she'd be like, I'm sapiosexual, I'm polyamorous, and I'm polyosexual. Whatever the hell it is. <laughs> there are no church girls no more. You'd be like, you, Velma from Scooby-Doo? Yeah, Velma from Scooby-Doo out here in these streets. Kinky, nasty, watching prawn, got vibrators like And you're like, what's going on? What are we dealing with? See, the good girls are no longer good no more. Because they've now blurred the lines and they've taken the lifestyle of the bad girl. And sometimes, you know what else happens? You know what else happens? You go up to a bad girl. She's dressed just like a stripper. <laughs> She's dressed like the slurs in the past. She's dressed giving you all the signals, and she'll say, I'm not that type of girl. What the hell is going on here? That's how crazy it is. The woman is giving all the signals. She's in yoga pants. She got her booty out. I ain't that type of girl. And the good girls are running around here Sucking off the bad dude. It's crazy. Getting It's crazy. You're going, what are we doing here? So this is what's happening here. Let me give you another couple of things right now. See if I could give a couple of points here. A couple of points. Let me put up this graph. This is the graph I wanted to put up. This, this graph I got from a PUA, if you will. 
I don't know his name, but it, there's his website right there. I was just scrolling around. In this situation here, the male sexual marketplace value, I took the long-term chart. I took the long-term chart. He had a short-term chart in which game was a greater equation of the whole thing. But now you have the looks, age, status, money, personality, and whatnot. But if you look at this graph, in order to have long-term success in this marketplace, you have to have pretty much a balance of things. And this is what I'm going to tell you about many of the guys who are selling you on game. That cannot be disputed. Okay, it cannot be disputed. So in a long-term situation, game is a very small equation. It's actually the smallest. But, you know, when you're starting off, you're going to need a bigger part of this equation. Many of the people that are saying that they have game often have a quality or two or maybe three that most men don't have. And this is where we have to be honest with ourselves. And this is where you'll hear them say, well, it ain't my fault. Well, life ain't fair. And I've heard them say that, and they're absolutely right. Well, life ain't fair. Now, I sometimes meet these guys in, per in, in person off screen. And I get to see them, and I go, oh. See, what happens is you start looking, and this is not always true. You start looking, and they have one or two things that actually favor them with their philosophy. It favors them considerably favor them in which if you're not that guy which most guys aren't statistically they don't have that thing that is allowing them to have games see this the point that i'm making is the point that i'm making a lot of guys that think they have game they don't really have game they're corny as hell they're lame but what they do have is something that women consider something that gets their foot in the door that many men cannot even get their foot in the door generally. Generally, you can find the exception to the rule. Sure, you can be like, I know a short dude. He got holes like crazy. I can, I can name guys like that too. I got, got, listen, I got it. There's also a midget in the NBA every now and then. There's always a 5'7 guy in the NBA every now and then. There's always a 5'10 guy that wins the dunk contest. <laughs> right. Yeah, I get it too. You know what I mean? There's always a couple of dudes that make the team, you know, in high school and he five foot three. There's always that chance. But in general, most dudes are going to be six foot and up. Same thing as the guys that say they have game. When you see them off screen and you might meet them in person, you go, well, shit. Obviously, that helped you and maybe gave you a false sense of security that you were doing something or saying something when in reality, the women were giving you a little bit of leeway because perhaps you were muscular. Perhaps you were tall. Perhaps you were dark-skinned. Perhaps you were just white. I don't know what to tell you, but being white gives you a significant advantage. Even if you broke, busted, and dusted and white, you got a significant advantage over everybody else with the vast majority of women. I know people don't want to admit that, but that's the truth. Not even the biggest pickup artist on the black side can go to a suburban white hood neighborhood and clean up. You're going to have trouble with 85% of the women. 85. And that's across the rate interracial line. Interracial statistics tell us that. Them girls, no matter what you say, they ain't running no black pipe or no Latino pipe at all. It ain't even in the programming yet until they turn 46. They turn 46, then maybe. But I've seen some white, goofy-ass dudes with some fine-ass flat-back Beckys and Kayleys that no black guy is having unless you O.J. Simpson. 
and even he couldn't keep her. So when you walk in here and you tell me, well, life ain't fair, I'm six foot four, <laughs> then I'm going, well, maybe game ain't what you got. Because let's look at the chart. Maybe you had something else. Maybe you had a personality combined with status. And you thought you had game. See, that's what you thought you had. You got a little bit of status and you got some personality. And then girls are like, ah, this guy's great. What if you don't have no personality? <laughs> what if you ain't got no status? What you going to lean on then? And you short. Okay. What you, gonna, you better be rich. You better be rich, bitch. <laughs> you better be a 10. Now, not saying that those things independently are going to make you win, but getting a foot in the door sure does make a difference. It sure does make a difference. And a lot of guys think they have game, but what you have are the qualities that a woman is going to vet out on you immediately to let you even open your damn mouth, and that's in general. I'm speaking generally, not exception to the rule. I, if anybody uses exception to the rule, I'm going to just call you a feminist. Exception to the rule is not, does not disprove the rule. When you walk in the door, guys, I've been there. I've been there. I was the dude with the best personality. I might have been the dude with the heaviest pockets that day. Soon as we walked in the door, all the tall dudes in my posse got the looks first. And they got the, they got the at-bats first. Until... Until I was like, all right, let me trickle down. Until his goofy ass starts stuttering. And then she was like, oh, well, what this dude doing? Until the end of the night came. Then all of a sudden, then I was like, all right, my, my batter up. <laughs> now I'm going to get my chance to show my personality, my panache, my confidence in X, Y, and Z. But that's just the bottom line. It, you, can't, you can't get around that. And so a lot of gang guys got to say they say they have game. They're six four. They muscular. They got money. They got personality. They got. Where do you fit in? If you're not having one, two of those things or three, what do you use next? So I challenge you guys to really understand this. Okay. Many people who say they have game don't really got no game. They really ain't got game. They just handsome like a motherfucker. <laughs> they just got that tall, dark, and handsome thing going on lock. They won the genetic lottery. And I'm not making excuses here. But they ain't got no freaking game. Because you actually, look, let me tell you something. You can listen to their podcast. You can turn their video on, listen to their freaking podcast, and you'll be like this. They do an hour podcast, you'll be the only time you wake up is when they mention Coach Greg Adams. Oh, somebody good coming on the show? Oh, they just talking shit about Coach. But they boring as hell. <laughs> shit. Like, damn, I'm going to listen to this dry-ass person. However, he got game. Why does he got game? He handsome than the motherfucker. Or he got a nice car. Or he tall as hell. <laughs> shit. All right. And he got his foot in the door. And the girl said, well, he a lazy, he a sloppy ass, boring ass dude, but at least he's handsome and he's tall. Right. But the guy will say he got game. And I'm saying, no, you don't. I know I got probably better game than you. I know dudes that that don't have what you have and looks that got better game than you. <laughs>
I know for sure. But you ain't got it. See, I think we need to start defining game as dudes without qualities that can pull women. Somebody said, who am I talking about? Remember I said earlier, I will not, I'm not taking shots at anybody specifically. Okay. But what I'm saying is we're going to have to start defining game as you walked in the door and you were cockeyed and you were knock kneed and you were goofy and you pulled hoes and not no straggle daggle assholes. I'm talking about some high class ass. See, we're going to have to get real about what game is in 2022 because it ain't pulling fat chicks. It's not pulling girls and you already got qualities, but you are goofy and you are lame. All right. We're going to have to start defining game today as you ain't got no qualities and you pulling girls left and right. That's what it is. And it ain't straggle daggles, period. That is game in the, in the subject, in the fucking subject. <laughs> anyway, That's it. Otherwise, you're misleading yourself, you're blowing smoke up dude's ass, and you're lying and manipulating them. That's all you're doing. <laughs> right, anyway, you're lying to yourself. You're saying you're confident, but you're not really confident. you just getting that bats. Period. <laughs> anyway. Let's get to these super chats. And yeah, we're not talking about pogs and uh, what do they call them? Snow cows. We're not. No, 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 no. Because what, what we have to understand is pogs and snow cows, cows can get top got quality dudes on their off day. So we're going to have to start saying, and I'm going to give you, I'm going to give you nines and tens. All right. You don't have to pull nines and tens, but you got to pull seven solid sevens and eights. If you're pulling thing, anything lower than that, you don't have game. You don't, we we providing new definitions. You don't have game. If you're pulling virgins, okay. If you're pulling straggle daggles and skeezers, you don't have game. Mm. <laughs> Period. You don't have game. No, you're pulling scallywags. You're pulling straggle daggles and sniggles. You're pulling um uh, hood rats and ring rats and lizards, lot lizards. That's what you're pulling. That's This is not going to count anymore. We just got to be right. You cannot count that anymore. You cannot count fives and sixes, nor can you count prostitutes. That means anybody that's an IG model, anybody that is a OnlyFans, anybody that's a stripper, anybody that you can't count them no more. You can't count when you go overseas and then you get a prostitute. <laughs> We gotta call. We gotta call it what it is, man. We gotta call these dudes out. And you can't be you can't be somebody that's exceptional and then pull scallywags and call it a win. Mm. Anyway, let's get on with the show. This might be a short show. Let's see the earlier contributor or the late contributors. Because if we call, if we doing that. Then everybody got game at this particular point. All you got to say is, I got money. I got money. All you got to do is walk in the door and be 6'2". All you got to do is walk in and be handsome like the coach. Because I don't have any problems. See, my whole thing, people always thought my philosophy was I had problems getting women. That was never the problem. That was never the problem. I came in divorced. <laughs> That's what I came in on. So as a divorced guy, you're not coming in going, all right, let me cold approach and let me 
let me give game and masculine frame. You're not coming in on that bullshit. You're coming in on shit. What happened to me? I got wrecked by the legal system. So that's where my philosophy turned into. So people then say, well, you ain't got no game. It had nothing to do with getting women. Obviously, I had one. <laughs> I had at least one. My whole thing is, at this particular point, the game done changed so fast that if you're applying some old 1970 going into the 80s and 90s stuff to the modern woman, sure, some things can transfer over. I don't want to say nothing works. Sure, some things can transfer over. But we did the story on Demi Bagney, whatever her name is, Demi Bagby. She literally, allegedly, 16 and getting cheeks claps down at the Marine base. This is how F the game up is right now for younger dudes. <laughs> Dewan Hart says they forcibly want to apply game in 2022, like trying to figure, like trying to fit a square peg into a round hole. It's, it's very, very tough. It's very, very tough. I mean, that stuff in, in, in theory, yes. But when you go, let's just say cold approach, which is just a small portion of game. Some girls, they just ain't in the mood. Some girls on a period. Some girls got 10 dudes on a app. They, they just like, we got enough. You're not exceptional. And if you got to overboard and try, it's going to put yourself in a funny position. Now, you're six foot one and handsome and strong. And my, now that's going to change. She's going to be like, well, I don't normally have these guys type of approach me. Now, like, might listen to this guy a little bit. Or maybe she's lonely looking for some conversation. Could be. But, uh, yeah, man. Where are we at here? She'll make an exception. And you think it's something clever you're saying. I guarantee you, if we ran at the same time in a parallel universe, I could say the exact same thing to you. I could walk up to her um, being five foot seven and five foot eight with some shoes on. All right. My handsome self, I could strike up the same conversation. You could strike up the same conversation or similar or a little bit less, but be this and you're going to get a lot further than her. You're going to get a lot further than her because for women, whether we want to deny it or not, height is going to get your foot in the door. Exception to the rules, yes. Whether you like it or not, she's going to listen to you. She's going to perk up just on that alone. And a lot of these guys that are saying game or whatever they're saying, I've known them. I know them personally. You might not know them. See, when you guys see me in person or you see these guys in person, you're almost like, you're like this. You're like, Damn, I didn't realize how tall so-and-so is. What's my camera doing here? Some people, somebody says muscles beat height. Some people see me in person and they go, I didn't realize you were that short. Or some guys will say, you say you're short, but you're not as short as I thought. And some dudes see these other guys, these other content creators, and they be like, wow. You're taller than I thought. And let me tell you, I can go down the line and name them. Most of these guys, many of these guys are very tall. All right. Kevin Samuels was tall as hell. He didn't look like it. But he's a giraffe. Or wait, he was a giraffe. 
And many of these other dudes, they are at 6'1", 6'2", and they're running around here telling you guys, <laughs> you're telling you guys, ah, uh, you know, and not to say that they're never going to have problems. I know some of these content creators, they're tall and they're goofy and awkward. I'm not saying any names. They're watching me going, wait a minute. <laughs> they're like, who are you talking to? I know some of them, they don't have any personality or some of them are nerdy. Some of them are goofy. All right. And I'm like, oh, yeah. I see you're missing a key element. You definitely ain't got no game. <laughs> Y'all want me to say names. All right. But some of these dudes are extremely tall. Extremely tall. You're like, man. Make me look like a dwarf. <laughs> and still, they struggle with women. That Just to put that in perspective, they struggle with women, too. Because they get on here, and they're like, well, women this and women that and women this and that. They're struggling, and I'm going, well, shit. I'm not here to name names. I'm not bagging on guys. I'm, again, when I'm telling you they're tall, I'm not saying they're tall and goofy. I'm not trying to bag on them. I'm not throwing them under the bus. But what I'm saying is when you see them, you're like, man, okay. But what's going on here? And we're actually getting to the point in this manosphere where, where – the alphas or the chads or the tyrones are actually taking the lead like normal in any hierarchy our nature is playing out here the guys that are the most dominant voices in the red pill space oftentimes are the chad that it's ending up panning out that the chads and tyrones end up taking the lead or the alpha or the dominant ends up taking the lead what's happening the most popular guys are either handsome like me muscular have a beard or personality, excessive personality and confidence, height, et cetera, et cetera. Do you see any buck to acne, pimple face dudes out here running it? <laughs> so the hierarchy actually, nature is actually playing itself out. There's actually a couple exceptions. There's actually a couple of exceptions because there's some dudes that are really not like something. I'm like, why they listen to them? But anyway. But I'm not here to disconsecrate it. What I'm saying is, though, there's always a couple of exceptions. But that's just nature. It is what it is. Again, what they will say, well, life ain't fair, right? But I then will also say, play it back to them and say, well, that does make a difference. Does it not make a difference? Yeah. And then they will say, well, I still struggle with women, too, and I still have to run game in masculine frame. And I'll say, yeah, okay, as long as we acknowledge that. Maxim. L is in the building. He says, working as a business transformation consultant, the recession has been anticipated for months, watching jobs getting automated and deleted. Peace leave is on the rise. Have you seen the onslaught of women selling themselves? Yes, sir. And so you prepared yourself so you're ready. The selling of sex is going to be so much on the rise. That game is irrelevant. Game will, <laughs> game is going to be irrelevant to get laid. All you would have to do is just come up and piece together the money. <laughs> That's, I mean, I'm sorry. And listen, I'm not, I'm not promoting that as an avenue for you. It might be something that works for you. It might be something that works better for you because then it takes the whole pressure off of going outside and running game, this mysterious game, and using these tactics that you've done, or you just be like, I don't even want to do to have time for that. 
the monetized woman is there. So uh, this actually hurts the good woman. This actually hurts the good woman because the good woman are saying, well, I want to be good. I want to be pure and I want to be virtuous. And then I'll get a man. Well, many of the men that you could possibly have gotten are going straight to the source and tapping it out. And they're going, here's 250, here's 354, 455. Um, I saw Mr. Organic claiming he flew two young junior college pieces of peace leave in on his latest video. Shout out to Mr. Organic, who again, he's another one, six foot four. Is he perfect with women? No, my, not by any means. But his latest video is I just flew in two women from Hawaii. I watched a little bit of it. Okay, so let me just say, where does that put you? Ask yourself. Where, where does that put you on the scale of, let me be competitive here? Huh? The girls are going, all right, this guy got enough money. She going to jump over there, succeed him and do all these things. Where does that put you? And that's a dude that a girl, she could be a good girl. She could be right in the middle. She could be selling a bit. That's off the market. I always tell the guys that watch my seeking streams. I, I, I say, watch my seeking streams. A lot of guys will come in here and he'll say, you'll say, well, these girls are ugly. And I'm saying, that's the point, <laughs> right? Or these girls are average. These girls are basic. And I'm saying, I don't know if you understand what the point of this is. You thought you were coming over here to see very attractive women. And there are some on there. But what the point is, is that average ass women are going away from relationships. They're going away from approach game. They're going away from... They're going into a transition where they need to sell a bit to stay alive and make rent. That's the point. Your nieces, your next door neighbors, the girls you go to school with, the barista, the girl bagging your groceries, the restaurant manager. These girls are now going, dating is no good for me. It's not good enough. Dudes running game on me is not good enough. She's like, been there, done that. She wants money. She wants to be spoiled. She wants to sell a bit. She wants to make rent. That's where we're going. You're going, that's the point. The, the amount of times you would go over there and say these average, fat, old, uh, straggle-daggles are over there on Seeking, that's the point. Your next-door neighbor is over there. Your niece, your cousin, your daughter. The average everyday woman, woman, it's exploring that as an option before they letting you dudes run game on them. Before they letting five foot 10 guys run game on them. <laughs> girls who you think you're like, oh, I thought I was going to see prostitutes. Nope. You're seeing the regular average everyday girl. Run of the mill girl. You're going to be in trouble. And, and overweight women, very overweight women are doing this. They're like, nope, you're going to have to pay my bills X, Y, and Z because they got guys offering that. So, um, it's different. It's different. Where are we at here? If you ever email me on the Coach Greg Adams site, don't do that. All right, <laughs> That's not the place. Right? Somebody's asking me to check my emails. Do not email me directly on the site. Because on my website, as far as I know, there's nowhere that says email me here. There's only places that say sign up for this and register for that. 
as far as I know. There's no place where it says send me an email. So if you're using those links to send me an email, it's not going to get to me. <laughs> so I'm just letting you know. It's not getting to me. That Those emails go to a whole different place. All I get is a printout of who emailed me. But I see people every now and then it comes across, it gets forwarded to another uh, site, which I can't respond to it. And it'll have YouTube videos. And did I see this video? You're wasting your time. Because there's no place that just says, as far as I know, that says, send me an email. But you guys are using other areas to put that shit in there. And it's a waste of time. All right. Shout out to Samir. Appreciate you. Thank you, Samir. We're going to call you Samir N in the building. Thank you, sir, for that. Oh, that's a co-sponsorship. That's a co-sponsorship. What happened to channel 1800 in the building? Oh, he's still here. Shout out to Maryland guy. What do you have to say? Maryland guy says, facts coach, there is this new personal training manager at my gym. He's a six foot four white dude that looks like David Hasselhoff from the 80s. All the women there are in love with him. I don't even get any looks from women anymore when he's around. It must be my game. Um, We just have to acknowledge that, that that's the situation. And most of the times, the people who don't acknowledge this are people who are 6'3", 6'4", 6'2". They're like, well, you know, well, 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 well. I'm like, shit, well, that's a major part of the story, right? Even most, not, not to say you're not going to be successful at it because I am under six foot, but I have confidence that is not even borderline arrogance because I can be funny about things. Women seem to, I never have problem talking to women in public, all right? Um, if, it, if you're around me, you'll see women talking to me all the time. I'm never like, oh, shit, what do I say? I can engage with them. I never have problem with it. If a nine walks up, then I'm going, holy shit, I better step this up. And then most of the time now, my philosophy is if a nine walks up, I just walk up to her and say, what's your seeking profile and how much? <laughs> mm. <laughs> oh, man, because I know she got one. Because I'm on the dark side. I already know. I'm like, you got one, especially being in Los Angeles or L.A., Southern California, Las Vegas. I know she got one. Oh, I ain't using it this week. So now I don't have that fear. Also, I already know um, that, um, like, I already have the, you know, I'm like, I already don't, <laughs> I don't even want to go there. Hold on for a second. See, what happens is guys are still living on they can get women. There's the problem, though. There's dudes actually circumventing the system, right? So you're saying I can get women as a means to actually prove yourself, but it doesn't provide much proof these days. There was a time where getting women was actually a big deal. Now, for some men, Generation Z, here, let's go ahead and put that up later. Gen Z is the code breaker for women. Somebody said she might be a good girl coach. She might have been a good girl. Uh, but there, anyway, let's do these super chats. Nathan says, in accordance to yesterday's live stream, you should clip Tupac when he says, when 304s get horny, ninjas die. Yes, indeed. Slap boxing in the street. So that's the whole thing about guys. We're always going to, oh, man, there's another thing I want to tell you guys. Um. Let's just say you went out with your favorite pickup artist guy, all right? And he was teaching you how to pick up. I guarantee you, 
I'm guarantee you his ass. If if a if a cold broad walked up, he will kick y'all asses to the side, and he would or he would embarrass you or he would do whatever he can to actually assert his dominance to put himself in a position to get what he needed to get. All right, he would spare no expense of doing that. You ever had that guy? He's that guy. When you're around hoes, when you're around women, they start talking shit on you, heel turning on you, your homeboy. And you like, I hated dudes like that. And so what he's talking about when 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 women get horny, ninjas die. Same thing. When you're around, you hanging out, you at the club, and the girls start coming around, the girls in the biker shorts, the big booty hoes, all of a sudden, dudes start talking shit about everybody in the you like, bruh, calm down, bruh. Hey, Amen. You ain't got to do that. <laughs> Dirty backing. You're like, bruh, what you doing? And that guy is so insecure that in his, in his only way to get ahead is to talk shit on you. <laughs> I hate dudes like that. Because they know that's the only edge they have. But it's a, it's a basically, it's a, it's a, it's a way for them to get ahead. KT King, man, what you got to say? He says, good evening, CGA. Check your email on your free time. What free time? All right, he says, um, there are some new hit it or quit it list. Calm down on the hit it or quit it. All right, we good. Just send me one and some prime declines. All right, all right, all right. I don't want to. Don't give me too many. Not too many. Because then the email will come. I need to see it and I, I miss it. All right, it's buried in there on too many damn emails. All right, but I appreciate it. Jay says, chatted a few women visiting L.A. the last few weeks, had success in person, got the digits, but went nowhere once we started texting. Hit me with the buzzer, coach. Mm. He says, good reminder that 304s ain't worth money, energy, attention, or time, gents. Game is dead. It's all chance now. It's all chance now. Yeah, the circles are moving. Women can now get cheap. They can move and get to greater spaces now. They don't have to hold on to preserve reputation. A girl can drive from, let's just use my geography, uh, I can be in Orange County. She can leave L.A., come get smashed. She can leave San Diego, drive up to Orange County, get smashed, go back to San Diego, act like an angel. Nobody would know the difference. Back 20 years ago, she could not do that. If she could, she was exceptional. She was a flight attendant. So even if you do chat a woman up, which I think, you know, um, guys say, well, I chat women up and women like me in person. But what did, what did it get you? Let's just be honest with ourselves. Let's just be honest with ourselves. Most of the time, unless you're doing this on a regular basis, most of the time you chatter up, you get the number. It ends up being a dud. It ends up being a dud. And I'm not talking from my experience. I know this for a fact. I don't want to hear bullshit. Well, not me. 80% of the women I chat up and get numbers from. Nah, stop with the bullshit. Even the best PUA knows your best percentage is 3%. 3 freaking percent. Girls can reach their superstars right now. I get DMs and I get um, 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 Snapchats from very young women. Hitting my ass up. Talk about, hey, CGA, what the fuck? I'm like, send me a picture of that body. <laughs> They're doing it to me. Imagine. And I'm just CGA. They choose it. So here you go. It's the social proof. Exactly. I'm going to get to it. He says, those are bots. <laughs> Send me a picture of them feet. 
But this is what we got going on here. Yeah, you got her number and what? Congratulations. Those days are gone, bro. Those, those, those days are gone where you can say, I got the digits. So what else you getting? No government name. When do you think? He says, when do you think it will get easier for men to get women? Well, you would have to have social media completely shut down or you would have to have Generation Z or Generation Alpha basically say social media is nothing. Then you would go back or you can have World War Three. You can have an economic collapse of every proportion. They can turn the Internet off. You can have feast or famine. You can have immigration. You can have. You're going to have to have a collapse of what we have today. For men as a whole to get easier access to women. All right, you're going to have to shut off the airports. Holes can't fly out. Oh, I live in Las Vegas now. I get messages of women traveling to Las Vegas. All right, whether they're on Seeking or Instagram and whatnot. Hey, I'm going to be in Vegas. Or when I used to live in California. Hey, I'm going to be in California. Maybe we can connect. What chance do y'all have? I don't, I'm not even doing nothing. All I'm doing is posting on Instagram. And here you go. I already got my foot in the door. And you're coming out here. You meet a girl at the airport. I'm a run game on girls at the airport. She flying in to get her back blown out. She got plenty of options. She in the airport. You better talk to the fat chicks. I don't know what to tell you. All right, shout out to uh, my friends overcharged me. Singer Mark Anthony is known for having some of the baddest women when asked, how he does it, his response is, I know I'm ugly, but I have a great personality. I'm romantic, and I can sing to a woman's heart. Key takeaway is to just use what you got, and that's what I agree. As a guy that's under 5'10", I'm using what I have. Uh, so most of my success is going to be, you know, as my guy in my mid-40s, I'm, I'm not pot-bellied. I'm in decent shape. I'm not extremely ugly. There's some uglier dudes here on the Internet. I have charisma. I have confidence. I have a 911. <laughs> I got money. I got money. So that's going that's going to at least give some people interested. So I have no problems with the 21-year-old girl. 21-year-old girl sitting across from me the other day. Oh, I'm a little nervous next to you and she But I have no problem. Everybody else looking at me like how that happened. All right, so you got to use what you got, all right? Let's get through with these. El Jefe says, I hear Paul jo uh, Paul Joseph Watson. I don't know who that is. It's six foot four. He looks average height on his YouTube channel. I don't know who that is. But a lot of guys are definitely taller than you would anticipate. But when, they, when you see him in person, you're like, <laughs> your favorite pickup guy, you're like, oh, man, damn. A 9-11 goes crazy. Uh, it gives you crazy leverage. Oh, he's on InfoWars? Okay. But a 9-11 goes crazy, and the women don't even know what a 9-11 is. They don't know how much the car costs, but they know. They're like, this is something else. <laughs> so it gives you a significant, significant advantage. Okay. Somebody says, where's the seeking streams? Right there. Members only content, coachgregadams.locals.com. That's where the seeking streams are. You can actually get them right now. You can get all of them. Not damn near all of them. All right, let's do the cash apps and be out of here. All right, shout out to who disagrees with my message. Uh, don't be in silence. All you need is game. That's not true. That That is not true. 
Now, you can be an ugly dude and be successful out here. Yes. Few and far between. Not all of you guys are going to have it. Shot Pure Bama TV says she knew when we were married and it turned her on. Oh, that's another thing. I didn't want to go into that. But um, that's another thing. There's a lot of women that are into kinks or being treated like sluts. You, ha- I mean, you'll have women say that. I want to be treated like a slut. And these are good girls. These are somewhat good girls. And what do you do with this information? <laughs> what do you do with that? You're a guy. You're not very confident. You're trying to get your foot in the door. And this woman's not going to give you the time. She wants to be immediately choked. She want to be choked out like she's been watching prom. This is Gen Z. She wants to be dominated. Now, how do you get to that level? Somebody said, I thought that was all women. She wants to be degraded. You're hearing women say, I want to be degraded. You got the woman that Trevor Bauer that drove up to get beat up. Now, here you go. Listen to your favorite PUA artist talking about game. And you're trying to do your best approach thing. And it takes practice. Yes. Talking to women takes practice. I don't even know why people are scared of these people at this point. But being older gives you a major advantage. (laughs) It gives you a major advantage. I'll play a video to confirm that. You just don't want to talk to the wrong girl and send off the wrong alarms when you're older, right? Because I'm going to tend to approach women in a indifferent way. And sometimes they're, they like that. Chief drum hacks, 100% correct. Rock and roll was invented by black men. And that's a guy who plays the drums. And many people don't know that you don't have no clue. You think rock and roll is some old white people stuff, but white dudes are fascinated by electric guitars. White dudes are fascinated by electric guitars and they, it blows their mind that that damn electric guitar could do what it did. And they were looking at black dudes like this here. They're like, God damn, this dude doing it. That's that's crazy. (laughs) What are you doing with that thing? But that was when y'all both had, and you know what I mean? It's just what it is. White dudes ran to the damn electric guitar store, the guitar center, like crazy. (laughs) They made the the damn guitar. You think white people made guitars? (laughs) (laughs) Nah, they don't make the guitar. Brothers was on the guitar. (laughs) <laughs> all right brother's been on that guitar and they made dudes buy guitars all right shout out to uh everybody here anyway i say positive things about brothers do you do women approach you or do you approach women uh, my philosophy is that um if you actually got my course i talk about cold approach warm a referral warm lead and a hot referral So I typically will only interact with women in the level of trying to get to know them if it's somewhere between a warm lead and a hot referral, meaning she got to come in and meet me 20, 30%. I'm not going to just walk up to no broad. So if they want to play coy and act act like she ain't looking, I'm not going to give them that validation. There has to be something in there where we are in the same thing. We have the same common interest. She actually acknowledges. She actually makes eye contact. It's not choosing signals. But there has to be something for me to open my mouth. I'm not just going to walk up to no broad tapper on the shoulder. All right. I think that's a waste of damn time. <laughs> right. But every now and then you can get a hit. But women that play that coy game, this is why men don't approach your ass. All right. You guys ignore them. Look everywhere. You ever have a woman do this? So you're standing right here. She looking like this and she'll go. She'll look right past your ass. 
these same women be on TikTok. How come guys don't approach me? Well, you a dumbass. All right. Don't that coy game don't work no more. Or right? you can't you can't do that no more. You, you can't do that. If you, if you do that and you're wondering why uh, I made a half a second worth of eye contact or he need to come up to me. Mm. No, it ain't going to work. That shit ain't going to work. This is guys. There's plenty of videos of these women complaining about this shit. That that's dead. Just like game is dead. That whole playing coy and innocent is dead. Closed mouths don't get fed on both sides. Chick, you better look at you better look my damn way. You better make some damn eye contact. You better say, I like your beard. A lot of women be like, hey, I love your beard. I want to rub my fingers through your beard. That's a warm lead operating on hot ass referral. And then I look their ass up and down. And if I see two or three flaps, I keep it moving. <laughs> they better say, I like your car. I love men with bald heads. That's where you better be on with me. And then I'm going to look your ass up and down like this here. <laughs> I'm going to keep it moving. I'm going to look at your ID. I'm going to look at the wrinkles around your eyes and your neck. But if you waiting for me to tap, 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 how you doing, ma'am? She. <laughs> You better walk up to me and smell my damn Versace cologne. That's what you better do and go, what's the name of that cologne, sir? That's what you need to do. And you better be young and hot. <laughs> I'd have no problem talking to women, you know what I mean? But I'm not going to talk of walk behind some bad bitch. She trying to be a bad bitch and all that. No, I ain't going to waste my damn breath. I ain't going to part my lips. You better see me in the damn valet parking line and go, how can I ride? Okay, hop your ass in, and I'm going to tell you. <laughs> All right, where are you at? Julius Taylor in the building. Shout out to you. Thank you, brothers. All right, Aaron is in the building. He says Google Translate changed the game to 20 years ago. Dating four women was harder. Interesting. He says, I'd rather... Help the women economy my way. <laughs> I got money. Well, so think about that. I mean, there's a group of guys that are saying we're just going to avoid it because American women are entitled. I just don't have time for the entitlement games with them. Right. And you can't cut to the chase with American women because they play dumb on your ass. Ladies, listen up. American women be playing dumb, acting like you don't know what the hell's going on. Baby, we, we operating on 200,000 years of nature. I'm only opening my mouth. I want to pipe you down. Now, I could be nice to you and respectful. And get the get it, or I can just go ahead and be dominant game, or what do what do they call it? Dominate. What, what was it? Uh, mode one, and just tell you, hey man, I'm here to get the cheeks. All right, you want to go in and back? I'll choke you out. Whatever you like, handcuffs. Because all of these women got dildos. See that th that's the thing. All of them got dildos. All of them been all spanked out. There's no more virgins. Don't play dumb. Well, what do you mean? And what does that mean? And wh what do you, what's your intentions? And what I'm trying to. Well, I'm not sure. And why do you need my number? And what are you trying to do? What? The... Stop playing dumb. <laughs> we ain't got time to play dumb. Let's cut to the chase, ma'am. This is a transactional situation. You want three dinners? Okay, well, I'll see you one. And I'll see your vibe. If at the dinner date, the first one, you ain't all up in my damn shirt like this. I love that cologne you're wearing. 
you ain't getting a second date. <laughs> you better be all up in my lap. I better be putting my hands up on your hips when I dip, you dip, we dip. That's where we need to be on date number one. I don't need to hit it. I don't need to hit it. Matter of fact, I might, if you, even if you offer me to hit it, I'm going to be like, I want the courting. I want the courting to be a little bit more favorable to me. <laughs> Look. <laughs> okay, here we go. No, black men did not invent the guitar. Did I say they invented the guitar? I didn't say they invented the guitar. But they made it what it is today. Did I say black men invented the guitar? Correct me if I'm wrong. Shout out to you, bro. I'm not dissing you. I didn't say black men invented the guitar. I said they made the guitar what it is. I don't care about nobody in Italy. Name the person in Italy that got the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame going right now. <laughs> I said rock and roll. That's what I said. I didn't say guitar. I said rock and roll. But maybe somebody else said it in the in the chat, but I didn't say that. I said they made the guitar do what it do today. With and that's without question. You can try to debate me on that one. We can pull out the evidence. They made it do what it do today. If it wasn't them, they look, go ask Rolling Stones. Rolling Stones would even admit this, by the way. Everybody in Rolling Stones would admit this. Everybody in U2 would admit this. Everybody in, in, in Led Zeppelin would admit this. This is a non-conversation. Non if it wasn't for them and Chuck Berry and, um, and Bo Diddley and freaking, uh, 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 what's the dude, Sweet 16 as B.B. King, if it wasn't for these dudes, man, Chuck Berry, did I say Chuck Berry? They, they literally came to see these guys. They left England to go see these guys. They'll say it. Watch a documentary. Read it. And then you had Prince, and then you had um, Jimi Hendrix and whatnot. One of the greatest known guitarists right now is Jimi Hendrix. Well, he's not alive, but Jimi Hendrix made y'all all go to the guitar center. And y'all can't do what Jimi Hendrix can do right now. And he did right now. He'll come out right now. He'll come out like this. Wait, he'll come out like this and pick up a guitar right now and put all of y'all to shame. <laughs> all right. You got Lenny Kravitz, please. It's crazy. So I didn't say they invented it, but I'm saying they made it do what it do. So coach, you saying you got game. No, game is useless today. I don't have game. No, I never would say I would have game. I got a strategy, but I think what people are saying about game is you're wasting your time. You're wasting your time. Now, talking about how you can deal with women, that's a whole different thing. But having game does imply that you're going to use your lust to waste a considerable amount of time talking to random straggle daggles or random women who are playing coy and shy, random women that are playing plausible deniability trying to get a 3% conversion rate at best. A 3% conversion rate, and I think that is actually deplorable. It doesn't even make sense. Most of the guys that say they have game run up on drunk bar maidens, fluffy women, average at best women, snaggle tooth, buck tooth, cock knock-kneed, 
All right. Penguin toe, pigeon toe. They're not getting hot chicks. They're not. There's some dudes are, but then, uh, but obviously the dudes that are getting the hot chicks, they got something else other than game. And they're saying they have game, but they just got qualities that make them get their foot in the door. And then if they able to talk and put two sentences together, most of the time you can't even put two sentences together and the woman will give up the draws just based on your looks. Mm. Stop with the bullshit. There's not even places where you can just sit out and run game anymore. Shopping mall dead. Go to the shopping mall. Like if you were around in the 80s and 90s, you go to the shopping mall, time to pick up some hoes. Today, not so much. Women ain't trying to get picked up. You you bothering they ass. They like, the fuck? I'm trying to shop. Remember, you could walk up to a girl and run up to her job and be like, hey, girl, she checking everybody. Beep, beep. Like the movie, the scene in Juice where that girl had the uh gold tooth. She worked at the record store. You'd be like, what's up, girl? <laughs> yeah, baby. Mm. You know what I like to do to that gold tooth? You used to be able to do some shit like that. Now go to some woman's job. She's scanning you out. Boop, boop. <laughs> Yeah. Your ass getting arrested. Security throwing your ass out. Security? And she a ugly broad. <laughs> yeah, the Isley brothers too. It's all different now. Women don't have to go outside. They don't even have to wash. They don't even have to wash their butt before they put yoga pants on to get no attention today. You got so many, uh, we didn't even talk about the simps and the va easy validators. That's a whole nother subject. <laughs> so it's crazy, man. Uh, shout out to HW Properties Booker. Wait a minute. Give myself the buzzer. He says, drinking the IPA beer, enjoying the show. He's not, in he's not now. <laughs> All right, shout out to you. <laughs> he's like, God dang. Sean, what are you doing, Sean? The dictator says, LOL, my cousin was on the Sunday stream. Red hair. He was on the Sunday stream, red hair. Oh, I missed that. I'm not sure what you're talking about there. I appreciate you. All right, I think we're done for the day. All right, what is it now? Tuesday night? Oh, where are we at? El Jefe, great topic, CGA. You're going to watch the first episode of Cocaine Cowboys, or I got to on Netflix, and it showed a hot blonde who said a Miami drug kingpin was hitting her hitting on her in the 80s, she noted that the professional baseball player Jose Canseco was also at the club hitting on her. I mean, yo, yo, y'all get y'all game gonna have to be airtight. Oh, by the way, can I say this? A lot of guys that say they have game, I'm noticing that a lot of them are in relationships. Like I'm going, I'm gonna like, man, man, somebody gotta clear this shit up. We gotta figure out what the hell's going on here. And they'll be in some sort of crazy kind of undefined relationship. <laughs> like, wait a minute. Or a marriage. Have you noticed that? Am I tripping or what? They'll be in some relationship. And I'm like, wait, wait, wait hold on. Hold on. Well, it doesn't mean that I don't have a. Okay, let's, let's go back. When was the last Generation Z woman you put your pipe in? Hold on. Wait a minute. 
when was the last generation Z girl that came over and was like, choke me out? That's kind of relevant. His cousin was on Coach's Seeking Stream or a redheaded. And he said in their wife, oh, ABL, shout out to you. He says in their wives are built like college running backs. I, collegiate running back. I'm trying to figure out the fuck. Shout out to Prague. I appreciate you, man. He says Coach's right uh, game is dead, shaking my head. Best free agent lifestyle is the best. Or they be with dude women. I'll be like, man, bro, man, we gotta make shit. Come on, man, clear this shit up. Clear this shit. <laughs> now I'm not dissing guys, but what I'm saying is we gotta really start thinking about this shit. You know what I mean? Start really thinking about it. Like put two and two together. I'm not trying to rain and piss on a parade, but I'm like, let's put this shit together, bro. All right. Um, nah, man, we out of here, brothers. Uh, shout out to the coach gang. We gotta we gotta get up out of here. Shout out to the coach gang. And uh, enjoy yourselves out there. Be safe. Do whatever. Do whatever strategy you think is going to work for you, brother. Shout out to you, brothers. Let's see, Barry. What are we going to play on the way out? Let's play. Uh, we got to put some new clips up. Oh, let's put up the black girl ask, talking about why men don't approach me no more. And, you know, I see TikToks on here all the time that talk about, like, you know, pretty girls and how they're never approached. And it's true. Like, I was just out at a bar. Black men were there. None of them talked to my friends and I. All pretty girls, black girls, none. And it's like, people say, like, finding someone to have sex with you, to take you out to eat, to compliment you is not hard. I can go on these apps clearly and find someone that's ready to have sex with me tonight, right now, without even knowing my last name. Literally does not know if I've just had, just got rid of an STD yesterday, but is definitely willing to have sex with me right now. But finding someone that like is willing to check on me when I say I'm having a bad day, that's too much. And it's just so frustrating because it's like, I'm just myself. I don't know what else to do. 